I was upset. I didn't think I had what it takes. It took a while to admit anything was wrong. Diet and exercise sounded intimidating. But small easy goals made it easy to start. Every situation is different. There are many paths to victory, but the end goal is all the same. This is the Weight Loss Podcast with Matt and Courtney, a couple who committed to a strategy and lost a combined 100 kilograms. When it comes to weight loss, you don't just need encouragement, you need a strategy. Hello and welcome to the best health and fitness podcast on the internet, the Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my co-host and wife, Courtney. Hello. How are you going? Good, how are you? I'm awesome. Awesome. I'm fantastic. Ready to dive into another episode of the show? Yes. So we have an episode here titled Six Signs You Are Ready to Change and Six Signs You Aren't. So it turns out there are some benefits to us having gone through our own personal journeys. There are also some benefits to having helped enough people change their lives. And I might say there are also some benefits to seeing quite a number of people fail. Yes. Over the years. It's, uh, it, it would be very nice of us if we could say, oh, yeah, every single person we've ever met and we've ever worked with has had a fantastic uh, transformation and a fantastic weight loss journey. That's not the case. Truth is, most people fail. Mm. Yeah? Yes. That's just the way it is. Uh, so we figured it was about time that we have a discussion about the things that Courtney and I look for that give us a very, very good indication that someone is actually ready to change. And since we're talking about it, it was a pretty easy thing when we were fleshing this out. Uh, also, the signs that someone is not ready to change and the, and the real easy red flags that we pick up when we interact, talk with people, answer questions, even ask questions ourselves, etc. So there's, there's a bit to get into here. So I reckon we just get straight into it. So I reckon, Courtney, we will start with the six signs that you know you're ready to change and that we know you're ready to change. Yes. Let's go straight from the top. What's point number one? Point number one of you're ready to change, you're willing to negotiate obstacles. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means that there's always going to be things that come up in your way, but you're willing to work around them. So you're willing to, your first, your, it's not even a willingness. It's like, it's just your first instinct is, well, how do I deal with this? As opposed to, oh, it's too hard. I'll just wait for the right time. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So there's, there's a big difference in that, in how you, how these sort of people approach. Fucking hell. Yes, there is. These sort of obstacles. Yeah. So, so, so how often do you see it? When someone is presented with a challenge and they just fold like a piece of paper. Yeah, and and they're generally always not the biggest obstacles either. So they're not like groundbreaking problems that come up. It's just maybe something that takes a little bit of thought, maybe a little bit of planning. My work hours have changed. My work hours have changed, prime example. I've moved house. Yes. My routine has changed. Something, something in your life has just changed a little bit, gone a little bit skew if, and it just needs a little bit of thought, really. I've got, a, I've got a sore leg. So, yeah, the people that are willing to negotiate these obstacles, their very first thought is not, oh, my life sucks. How am I going to do this? I'm a failure. You know, um, this is impossible. Yeah. You know, the, the very negative, it's not negative. The people that are willing to negotiate obstacles are the people that their very first instinct is... Well, how that, do I get around this? Well, that's not ideal, mm. but let's move on. Was, so yeah. Let, yeah. how do I deal with this? Come up with a new plan, move forward. It's not even it's not even a thought that goes through their mind of, oh, well, I just wouldn't continue. I'm going to quit. It, that, that, that's not even a thought that goes through their mind. It's just, how do I move on from this? Yeah, that first reaction to the challenge gives a lot of people away. Yes. Where so often it's like, oh well, my work my work hours have changed. I can I can't get to the gym anymore. Oh great. So you're never gonna exercise the rest of your life. How's that gonna fucking work for you? Usually also the people, Matt, that that come 
and say what the problem is. Yeah. And you're waiting for them to tell you what the solution they've thought of and they just don't. Yep. It's just like there's no thinking of a solution. It's just, oh, this is my problem. Oh, well, great. Do you want me to list my problems? Yeah, there's also, I think, a bit of realism that comes with this where a lot of people somehow seem to think with a weight loss journey that it should be smooth yeah. and it should be challenge-free. So here on Earth, it doesn't actually happen that way. Which is hilarious. Here on Earth, we have this thing we call life. And in life, shit tends to happen. So, Courtney, have you ever been involved with anyone or with yourself where they've had a challenge-free journey? Because I fucking haven't. No, never. Never, ever, ever. That includes myself. Ever. No, never. And so we're currently looking at a 100% uh, rate of people that face challenges. So does that mean that that's probably a bit of a pattern? Yes. Okay. So we might have conclusive evidence based on our experiences that you will not have a smooth journey. So shit is going to come up to test you out. And that's the first sign we're looking for is, is someone ready to change? That first reaction to that challenge, is it going to be, well, how do I get around this? And you know, do I talk to someone about it? Mm. Or is their first reaction, oh, it's too hard. Uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just put everything on pause and I'll wait for everything to be the right time and then I'll start again. How many fucking times does someone need to go through that bullshit until they realize that's not how it actually works? So the first sign is you're willing to negotiate and work around obstacles, which are inevitable. The second sign that you are ready to change is that you own your own shit. Yeah. You own it. So a lot of people, and this will be a bit of a hint as to what we're going to talk about later on in the show, a lot of people are pretty good at deflecting responsibility. Well, it's not my fault I'm overweight. It's... it's Actually, I won't, I won't get too much into that line of discussion because that'll take the point away from later on. But it is a case of accepting responsibility. You got yourself into the mess that you are in, which means it's up to you to get yourself out. And you own the fact that you're a human being and that you make mistakes, because we all do. I do. I've fucked up everything to get good at anything in my life. I think, Courtney, you might be the same. Yes. I call it failing your way forward. <laughs> You, you don't avoid failures because you can't avoid making mistakes. Actually, you can avoid making mistakes by not putting in any effort. Mm. And if that's you, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Because that's not what we're about. So if you're the sort of person that is willing to put in effort, you are going to make mistakes. Now, when the mistakes come up, you then find out what someone's made of mm. by their reaction to it. Do they beat themselves up and call themselves a failure? Oh, I've fucked up. I've failed. I can't do it. Or do they understand that it's part of the process and they're a human being and they're going to make mistakes and then what are they going to do to learn from them? And are they going to take responsibility? So we are looking for people in this case are they willing to take responsibility for the mess that they've dug themselves or found themselves in? And you really can't move forward without taking responsibility no, you either. Can't. That's well said. So, as you said, Matt, we'll we'll get into a bit more about that later. But yeah. in in terms of moving, owning your own responsibility for things, you really then are talking about it's a way of moving forward. So when you own your responsibility and you have that sort of, yes, okay, I stuffed up, I did this, I did that, whatever, then you can move forward because without that responsibility, then you will never, ever, ever move forward. That's, that's a fantastic point. Would you agree that by taking responsibility and owning your shit, would you agree that it's empowering? Oh, very much so. Because I think it is. Because all of a sudden, it feels like you've taken control. Correct. I'm in control. So I got myself here, but I have the control and the power to get myself out. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But again, I don't, want to, I, don't, I don't want to talk about on that side of things too much because we'll go on and talk about that one, I think, in more detail. Yeah, all right. So moving on to number three. Yep. What do you got? 
you accept that you can't do any... Ca- you, oh, God, I can't speak. <laughs> How you going? Good morning for you. <laughs> you, you, accept, <laughs> you accept that you can't do it by yourself. Wait, so what you're saying is I've never made a great weight loss attempt stick, but this time I'm going to do it by myself. Correct. <laughs> Correct. It's such an easy giveaway, isn't it? Uh, where it's almost like a denial, uh, where so many people think, well, I've never done this, so I can now do it by myself. Where I know for me in my life, I've improved dramatically things because I've had the support and guidance of people that have been and done what I want to achieve. Mm. Funny how that works. Yes. So I think this is, a, this is definitely a massive sign that you're ready to change is that you just accept the fact, and I think it does tie in a bit to owning your shit, you accept the fact that you can't do it by yourself and you need that support and you need that guidance because we all do. Yes. Like Courtney, you've had... Uh, you've had that support and guidance the entire way. Yes. Uh, I have in a number of areas where, like, I know, for example, this this podcast wouldn't exist if you and I didn't get assistance and coaching and guidance in how to actually create a fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. There's the, the, There's a lot that goes into support and guidance, and I think that there's a lot of reasons why people push back on on it and say, no, I can do it by myself. Yeah, because they're not ready to change. Well, they're they're not (laughs) ready to change because they live usually in some sort of delusional space that thinks that this time will be different um, or it could be that, you know, it's not me. It's just I haven't found the right program, you know. You mean the right program this week? Yeah. There's a lot of different things that we tell ourselves and I've been there in the past as well because, Matt, obviously before I met you, I had tried to lose weight in the past as well. Emphasis on the word try. Try. So the the thing is though, the big thing that comes down to doing it by yourself that, that everybody misses out on is accountability. When you've got no one to be accountable to, it's so easy to just do something else. Yeah, your standards slip. But also, as well, you're flying blind. Yeah, well, it's just basic knowledge, isn't it? You're flying blind in terms of structure. And then you said it yourself, Courtney, accountability. It's it's hard to be accountable to yourself. Like, I'm, I personally, like, I know, like, I teach people this shit for a living and have for years. I'm, st- I know I can't be accountable, accountable to myself for things. No. So I have people in my life and even the people like the clients that I work with, I'm accountable to them. Exactly. To push myself as well. Yes. You know, so you have to have that support network around you uh, doing it by yourself. Like, yeah, okay. It's easy also to quit when you do it by yourself. Well, no one knows. no one knows. Correct. And that is why a lot of people try to do it by themselves. Because deep down, as you said, Matt, they're not ready to change. They're not ready to do it. And so they think if they just try it by themselves, they can just quit and no one would know the difference. I also think you just don't learn anything. No. Trying it, quote unquote, by yourself. So I think that there's definitely an attitude thing there. And as we say, uh, attitude determines altitude. That the acceptance that you can't do it by yourself is a, it, it's a humbling thing. Mm. But again, it's an empowering thing. Because it leads to you just accepting that you're human and as the previous point, you just own more of your own shit and it's easy to take those steps forward. Mm. Uh, So I will move us on to the fourth sign you are ready to change is that you're willing to accept change. Mm. Now, when you you talk about weight loss, transformation, etc., ultimately, it's a discussion about change. Yes. It's a discussion about someone's willingness to change be it the things they do on a day-to-day basis and in a lot of cases, the things they may have believed for a long time, beliefs they may have held about exercise, yes, about the food they eat, about the habits that cause them to make the choices that they make. Mm. Now, the willingness to accept change, I think, can really accelerate someone's development mm. because they're open to things and they understand 
that they're a beginner. I think I think it's good to be a beginner. Yeah, absolutely. It's very good. But also it's being I think, you know, accepting change is being realistic about where you're starting at. Yes. So if you're not happy with where you are, yet you're not willing to accept that things need to change, like you're stuck. Yes. You're stuck. So there is there is that really good sign that if someone is willing to say, hey, clearly what I've been doing hasn't been working for me, I need to change what I'm doing. Yeah, and I think, I think even once you start, there has to be acceptance to change. So there's just that mentality all around, I think, because I know we're talking about the signs you're ready to change or you're ready to get started, but the acceptance of change is something that happens throughout and it's that you have to have that that really that that mindset is so strong to begin with because it has to carry you throughout not just in terms of starting yeah it does being or having a willingness to accept change isn't just at the starting point no it's the entire way through yes because there's always going to be sacrifices that have to be made because you know we can't just do what we've always done and eat what we've always ate and expect there to be a change. So, you know, people, we often talk, Matt, about we're not into diets, we don't do diets, we don't push diets at all. Well, we don't. It's a lifestyle change. However, then people get that in their minds and they think, oh, well, great, I can just eat whatever I wanted. Uh, No, you can't because otherwise we'd all be thin. Like... You can't, and it bugs me more than anything. Like this, this, this idea that just because I'm not on a diet, oh, then I can just eat whatever I want is so stupid. Because common sense says that if we did what we always did and eat what we always ate, we're still going to be overweight. Well, one of the best sayings I ever heard when I was younger was this: "If nothing changes, nothing changes." Yeah, amazing that. So simple I, but effective. I think this, this being able to accept change is such a huge one because it doesn't just come at the start. It has to be there all the way through because there's always going to be sacrifices that have to be made. And yeah, they're not going to be as big of sacrifices as would be made if you were on a diet, but you still have to make sacrifices. Well, ultimately, ultimately, in the end, is it, I don't think it's, I think it's more than just sacrifices. It's a willingness to accept that the, the, the way or your your normal way of being is not working for you, mm. and it may be that the, that what you perceive to be normal does need to be adjusted over time. Correct. It's just it's just a way of saying, okay, that particular item is my favorite food. I can't eat that every day. I can't, much and that's just the way like that it is. Yes, I don't like exercising. I hate exercising. No. I know. Wow. Shock. Breaking news. But I do it because that is the change that my life needed. I need to exercise. If I don't exercise, then my my entire body will change. Well, you need to exercise because it lines up with your goals. Correct. But this is just the thing, like, so people people don't like to use the word sacrifice, they get worried about the word making sacrifices or, or change and all this sort of stuff. It is what it is. If you, well, if you want to change, if you want to change the way you look, the way you function, the way you feel, you have to change what you do. Correct. And it's not always going to be what you want, but it is. Initially, it won't be. It's just the way that it is because the goal is there and you want the goal. But this is what mm. I mean, though, where the, the mindset of the mentality of accepting change has to be there at the start and it has to be strong enough to carry you through because you're going to need it. Well, it has to be continual because it's, as I touched on earlier, it's not just changing at the start and away you go. There's going to be progressive changes along the way because you become a different person. And you, you start to do things differently. So there's there's has to be that willingness for that. And it I, I do believe it does lead to pretty epic levels of growth. Yeah. 
both inside and outside, the more open you are to change. And I think this leads nicely into our next sign, Courtney, uh, that you're ready to change is that your reason to change is strong enough for you to take action. Yeah. This again touches on what we talk about so often is the reason your reason why must be strong enough. Yes. So it's all well and good to okay, yeah, you can say it. I want to lose weight. Fantastic. Congratulations. High fucking five. But it's one thing to say it, it's another to have the actual reason to get off your ass and take the action. Yes. And that's where we see a lot of people come unstuck. They're interested in what it, you know, they're interested in the end result. Gee, I'd love to lose 30 kilos. I'd love to lose five dress sizes. Mm, I'm not interested in working to actually get it. Yeah. Good fucking luck with that. Let me know how that goes for you. Hint, not very well. I don't know if there's much more annoying things in the world other than people that complain about stuff but don't do anything to fix it. I personally detest it. There is and not is... many annoying, more annoying things. <laughs> it's an immediate way to get me to have no respect for someone. Given, I guess from where I've come from personally, it's like, great, you're complaining about your situation, but you're not willing to change it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Take it elsewhere. I don't want to hear that shit. No. I'm just no interest in that. So if your reason for change is strong enough, like really strong enough, you will be surprised at what you are capable of. I think both, I think Courtney, you can definitely agree with me on this one from a personal standpoint. The way your life has changed the last five, six years has been pretty profound, but it's come from the fact that your reason for change was strong enough to make you do it. Yes, absolutely. Because it wasn't easy. Of course it's not easy. Oh, oh, I thought it was easy. um, (laughs) Oh no, another another groundbreaking news item here. It's not easy. (laughs) So if you're... If you don't have a strong enough reason to change, then as you said, Matt, you just won't. Yeah, and I think it's worth also clarifying uh, as well that there is a difference between wanting to change and having an actual reason to do it. Well, yeah, there's a difference between want and need, isn't there? Yeah, but, but I'm talking about though, in this case, you want to change or you want to lose weight, you want to do whatever, but is your reasoning for wanting to do it strong enough to be to be like the anchor mm. that and the glue that holds this together? Well, it's like the saying that you always say, Matt, about there's a difference between want and need. So people will say to us, I need to lose weight. <laughs> well, about 90% of the population probably need to lose well, weight. Well, the, the human race is, is only getting fatter, especially here in Australia. I know the, the statistics for Australia, the UK, uh, the US, etc. Like we're only getting fatter. Yes. The industry we work in is getting richer, but the people are getting fatter. So something's going wrong. So there's a lot of people out there that need to lose weight. Yeah. That's, that's not gr- groundbreaking. But there's a big difference between the people out there that need to lose weight and the people out there that want to lose weight. And they want to lose weight with, a, with such conviction that none of the bullshit matters anymore well, and they it, will do whatever. It, it really does line up with this whole point. Like They want to lose weight, but their reason for wanting it is powerful. Yes. It's powerful, it's personal, it's probably emotional. Yeah. Which I think it needs to be. Uh, it's, I know for me that... My reasoning for wanting to change initially was just I hated where I was so much that I hated the idea of staying the way I was more than the effort needed to change. I think that that's a really good point, Matt. I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people, because there's so much emphasis put on, you need to have a strong enough reason why. Which is true, by the way. You do need to have a big strong enough and there should be a lot of emphasis put on that. But then I think people take that too far and they they feel like they've got to come up with this some sort of really grand scheme about why they want to lose weight. It doesn't have to be grand to anyone else. It It just has to mean something to you. It can just be as simple as I'm not happy with where I'm at and I don't want to be this way any longer. That's where I started from. I think you were similar. It doesn't have to be some sort of theme for a novel future novel I want to change the world it literally just has to mean something to you it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of it no and I think it's only for you it can also be just a case of you want to move away from pain 
Absolutely. And you're right, man. Mine was very similar to yours. I just hated the situation that I was in at that particular time. Mm. And I got to the stage where I was willing to overcome my fear of asking for help to achieve a different life. I knew that I could have a different life. I knew I could Mm. be happy. Mm. And I was willing then to do whatever it took to get that. Yep. So we've got one more. Yeah. If I'm not, not... Mistaken, that was number five. So number six (laughs) um, of the signs you're ready to change, you're thinking long-term. Yep. This is a big one. This is a massive one. And this is part of how actually Courtney and I uh, screen people that apply to work with us is we want to know what they're thinking long-term in terms of are they looking for a quick fix? If they're looking for a quick fix, you can look for it elsewhere. No fucking interest in that bullshit. So someone that's thinking long-term gets immediate respect from me and I believe I think you too, Courtney. Yes. Because they're realistic as to how this actually works, which is, yes, we might want to achieve a result, but then there's also keeping it and sustaining it and improving upon it through the rest of our life. So this is why Courtney and I will commonly have a crack at your, your gym's usual, you know, you butte, get, get shredded for summer six-week challenge. That shit don't fucking work. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep doing them. Yes. And one of the questions that we ask people is how long do they think it'll take to reach their goals? Because that gives us a really good insight into what's going on between their ears. So someone comes to us and says, oh, well, I want to lose 40 kilos and I've been struggling with my weight now for the last 25 years, but I want to achieve this in uh, three months. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) no chance you got no fucking chance where someone comes through and they're realistic and it's like well look it's taken me years to get this way it's going to take me a while to get out of this like you know what I know you don't like that fact and I understand that but I respect you for that and I can get behind that because I've been there myself I personally and I think Courtney you'll back me on this one like I think I speak for us both We don't like how long this takes. No. If we could have ourselves and our clients change in a third of the time, we would. Because it'd be easier that way. But it's just the way it's just the way it works. It's a long term thing. So if you're just thinking about, oh well, I'm I'm just gonna do this for three months and then just go back to normal, like you got no chance. You got none. Where if you're thinking, look, this is a long term thing, I'm playing the long game here, I wanna give myself the tools, the habits, the structure, so I can do this the rest of my life, like, hey, you're off to a pretty good start because you're also then thinking big picture. Yes. It's what I'm actually working towards here. So the long-term mindset is a big one. And unfortunately, I'm not going to get too critical on the average person with this because our industry largely pushes the short-term mindset. Mm. It's how fast can someone get a result? Like anyone can get a fast result, but can you keep it? So if you're thinking long term and you're thinking about how you're going to do this as you know, part of your normal routine for the rest of your life, you've got a pretty good chance of changing. Awkward silence. Well, oh, sorry. I was, you were on a roll. I was just letting you go. No, I believe there's two of us here. <laughs> yes, no, I completely agree. There's literally nothing else I could add to that point because you've nailed it. Oh, okay, boom, nailed it. Well, let's move into the six signs you are not ready to change. So Courtney and I, like we're full transparency, like we've seen more people fail slash quit than we have <laughs> succeed. Yes. And I would imagine that you listening, you've probably seen the same thing because... As I said earlier, the general population in the Western world gets fatter while the weight loss industry makes more money. So that means that people are sinking more and more money into shit, yet no one's fucking changing. Yes. So mm, we have a problem. Now, we've been around enough people, Courtney, that have thrown in the towel. Yes. And have seen the commonalities they tend to share. So now is going to be a good chance for us to get on our soapbox and rant like champions. Yes. So the first sign, do you want me to start this one? Yes. 
The first sign that you are not ready to change, this one's easy. You're not taking responsibility. You blame others for your situation. So, oh look, I'm overweight because I'm just too busy at work. It's my work hours. Or it's my husband who eats junk food and then I have to eat it too. Or it's my wife. Or it's my kids. Oh, it's my, it's my brother's fault. He keeps giving me donuts. It's my sister's fault. It's always someone else's fault. No, dickhead, it's your fucking fault. Yeah, it is your fault. And you tend to find with people like this, there's an excuse for everything. There's always an excuse. And usually it's weak as piss. Mm. Would you agree? Oh, yes. I haven't got the time. I haven't got the motivation. It's my husband's fault. It's just, it's work. It's always something or someone other than themselves. These are the sort of people that use excuses. They throw out excuses more often than they brush their teeth. Seriously, it is just constant excuse, excuse, excuse. And it comes down to what we're talking about, Matt, I think, previously in terms of taking responsibility. Absolutely. It's the opposite of it. You deflect it. You deflect responsibility. And this is where we're talking as well about being able to not move on until you take responsibility. This is the complete opposite. So these people are not able to ever move forward because there's constant, constant excuses. And constant deflecting. And constant deflecting. And so if you never take responsibility for what has happened in the past... You never just stop and say, you know what? Yep, stuffed up. This is what happened. Let's move. You can't move forward. You will never, ever, ever move forward. Yeah, so what that usually means is you need to like what you see in the mirror because it ain't fucking going nowhere anytime soon. It is one of those things where you are going to stay where you are and then slowly drift backwards until you can put your hand up and say, yep, this is what happened and move forward. You don't need to dwell on what's happened. You know, you don't need to sit there and just wallow in self-pity. Mm. You just need to be able to put your hand up and say, yeah, this is what happened, stuffed up, or this is what this happened, and let's let's just correct it now. I was really guilty of this when I was younger. Same. In terms of, I'm just too stressed from my work. My work is the reason I, I'm not going to the gym today. Or it's too hot. I can't exercise when it's raining. I'm too tired. It's always something. I was a real gold medalist at this. Mm. Always looking to see whose fault it was other than my own. And it's funny how for me, things didn't start to change until I realized, you know what? It's me. It's always been me. Mm. I'm the reason that I was fucked. Mm. So as I said earlier, like when you take that responsibility, it's empowering. Absolutely. And I think, again, this is another one of those points that helps along the way, mm. not only just getting started. It's, and, and this, is, this has happened to me, whereas along the way I've had things that have come up where I've stuffed up. Of course, we all have. And at the beginning, I found it very difficult to admit that I had made a mistake, that I had, you know not achieved a goal that I had set out to achieve. Or regressed. Or regressed. And it's it's just a human emotional thing. We don't like to admit that we've done something wrong. We don't like to disappoint people. And mm. that's why I felt like I was going to disappoint people. And so if I just didn't admit what I had done wrong, then I wouldn't disappoint people. And it's just this this bad cycle that can start because what was happening then was I was never able to actually move forward past it because I had never actually admitted to myself what, what had gone wrong. How then are you going to fix it and move forward? Mm. You're constantly just going to beat yourself up and beat yourself down about what's happened in the past, what mistakes you've made. And it, while you're living in that moment, you can never move forward. So, it is one of those things where if you have this blame others, excuse, 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 not take responsibility, then as you said, Matt, you may as well start liking what you see because you're never going to change it. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Courtney, what is the second sign you're not ready to change? 
You're treating your change like a diet. Mm. Mm. <laughs> You'll hit your goal and then go back to normal. Ah, so this is where I'm going to lose 10 kilos doing my uh, gym's six-week challenge and then celebrate by binge drinking for the next two weeks. And this, again, is sort of the opposite of sign number six that you're ready to change, which is having a long-term mindset. This, again, is the complete opposite of that. So this is short-term, short-term, short-term. Yep. Like, I've got a wedding coming up, I need to crash for, and then after the wedding... Or summer's coming. Gives a shit. Summer's coming. Summer's here in four weeks. Oh boy, what do I got to do? And this is as well, I think, having this sort of diet mentality leads to a lot of other big problems that come up. Because as we spoke about as well, Matt, in the signs you're ready to change is overcoming, being able to overcome obstacles. Mm. Now, you can't get a mentality of being able to overcome obstacles if you've got a short-term mindset. You're never going to develop that mentality because you don't need to because you've only got to do something for six weeks. How many obstacles could come up in six weeks? Mm. So you're just going to try to have this perfect set life for six weeks and then what's going to happen? In the future, when obstacles do come up, you're going to lose your shit because you've never had to have the mentality of how do I deal with obstacles? Mm-hmm. So there's so many other things that that just go to shit from having a diet mentality. Mm. And yes, it is just you hit your goal and then quote unquote you go back to normal. Yep. So you're not learning anything. You're never going to get permanent change. It's think, always um, going to be a grind. What were you going to say? Sorry. I think there's also part of... Treating it like a diet is is just looking at how much you can restrict. Oh, yeah. You talk about what you, making what, what sacrifices. You, what you are and aren't allowed to have. Yeah. Oh, am, am I allowed to have carbs? Does, does this program let me have sugar? Am I allowed to go out on a date with my husband or my wife? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a red flag. Yeah, total red flag. And I think that I think leads into into this diet mindset. And it's just not sustainable long term. No. You know, p- people love the results that come from it, but you have to really think about it. Are you going to be able to sustain that long term? Is mm. is it worth the rest of your life living that way? That's well said. Point number three, and I'm going to really enjoy teeing off on this one. <laughs> Go for it. You're relying on motivation and willpower. I'm going to set a very, very simple, official, the weight loss podcast rule. If you rely on motivation and willpower, you will fail. Yes. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Bye now. <laughs> no, seriously. If you're relying on, if you're looking, you're looking for the motivation and willpower. It's not going to happen because take it from us, it's not always there. No. The secret here is to change what you do on a, on a normal day-to-day basis and have something you are committed to, aka the reason to change, which means you no longer need to rely on motivation and willpower. Courtney, I think you can back me up on this when I say that you and I are just as unmotivated and have just as poor a willpower as anyone else. Yes. But it's a non-factor to us. We don't need to tap into any motivation sources or any you know secret levels of willpower because what we do, we deal with that thinking now. Mm. It's an unconscious thing. So even though you said you don't, you don't enjoy exercise, you just do it. Yeah. You've got, you've got what's on your program and you just go and do it. Yeah. I'm the same. I don't think about it. I, I just do it. There's no thought that goes through my mind of not going to the gym. Mm. Even though I hate exercise so much. Mm. There's no thought that goes through my mind. I walk in the supermarket. I don't even go down the lolly aisle. Because there's no thought that goes through my mind to think, maybe there's something down there I want. There's literally, doesn't go through my head. Mm. I never go down there. 
I never go down the soft drink aisle because there's nothing that goes through my head that says, maybe there's something down there I want. There's just certain things in the supermarket it never crosses my mind to buy now, mm. whereas it would have in the past. Mm. I don't stop at the ice cream aisle. I bloody love ice cream. I don't stop there because it doesn't cross my mind that today's a day I'm going to buy ice cream. Why do you think it doesn't cross your mind? Because it's just not part of my day-to-day habits now. Those habits that you've changed? Yes. Huh. It's just it's just not part of my habit. Mm. It is it is something that it's not like I never buy lollies or soft drink or ice cream, but it would be something that I would buy for an occasion, for an event. It would be something I would go to the supermarket knowing, oh, I've got to get ice cream for the party tonight. But other than that, my day-to-day shopping, it doesn't involve it because I just mm. don't even think about it. Yeah, so I think I think if you're if you're looking for that sort of special willpower motivation, you haven't got a strong enough why. Because I would like to think you may have learned by now that looking for motivation and not you know, being worried because you haven't, you haven't got it hasn't really helped. There does seem to be a massive commonality between people that don't change. There are also the people that are sad because they're not always motivated. Mm. Here's the thing though, you never will be. I know for myself, I would say I'm largely motivated to do what I do maybe half the time. Yeah. But I actually do it all the time. That commitment overrides any levels of motivation or willpower because you're committed to a cause and an outcome that means everything to you. Mm. Like, I know there's days where I'd just as rather play video games and do my work. But it's never going to happen. Because I'm committed to what I'm doing. Yes. So if you're relying on motivation and willpower, it's just not going to happen. Forget it. Uh, What's number four, Courtney? Number four. You are uncoachable. Yep. This is a term that we use uh, as trainers and coaches with uh, clients. So... First sign of an, uh, uh, someone that's not ready to change is that they are terrible at taking direction. Terrible. Mm. For one reason or another, they can't take direction. Mm. Or won't take direction. Yeah, won't I think is, is more... Yeah, actually, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, forget can't. I mean, you can't fly. Everybody can be coachable. You can't travel through time. Uh, yeah, you won't take direction. So I've seen this with people that we've worked with, Courtney, in the past where it's like, great, they've signed up, they've paid the money, they're, they're in the program, they're working with us, but they're not doing what we ask. No. So like just paying the money and just saying, oh, I'm working with these trainers doesn't guarantee a change. No. You've got to be fucking coachable and actually do what you fucking asked. Because there's no, again, there's no quick fix. There's no just, hey, take this magic pill. Hey, throw, throw the money and the problem goes away. Uh, no. You actually have to do the work. <laughs> yeah. Amazingly enough. <laughs> yep. Work comes with it. Yeah. So you're right. There is not really such thing as someone who is uncoachable because you can coach uh, everybody. I disagree. Uh, uncoachable is an attitude. But that's what I mean. But I'm talking about just generally speaking. That there's not somebody that is uncoachable. Well, it's not like it's an ability that some people just don't Correct. have. It's all within us. Correct. But it is a choice. It is a choice. Ultimately, it is a choice. And if the choice is to be uncoachable and not do what you're being asked to do by the people that are guiding you, like you've got fucking no chance. Oh, no chance. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. You're wasting our time. Yeah. So go sit on the couch and do nothing until you're actually ready to change. Yep, so being coachable is a big thing and it's something that even I've had to learn over time um, is you know how to be a student. And this is one of those ones as well that comes back to you can't force people to change. No. And this is what people say, oh, so-and-so, you know, my, my, my sister, she really, really needs to lose weight and, and blah, 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 blah. Will you help her? No. No, hell no. No. Because, again, just because someone needs to lose weight doesn't mean they want to lose weight. Well, if someone makes the approach on behalf of a family member, you know, you know there's something going, going on. 
because the person that has to actually make the change isn't the one asking about it. And <laughs> it doesn't then mean that they're going to listen. And if they're not going to listen, leave them alone. Yeah. Just because somebody's overweight doesn't mean necessarily they want to lose weight. Yep. So losing weight is a very individual thing. I've got members of my own family that could lose weight. Oh, shots fired. They could though. I think everybody would have some sort of member of their family that you would look at, extended family that you would look at and you would think to yourself, they could probably do with losing a few kilos. We all know someone, friend or family member, who who could do with losing or, a few kilos. Or we are that person. Or we are that person ourselves. At the end of the day, I'm not going to go and force my friends or family members to work with me. No. Because they don't want to. They would if they wanted to. They know what I do for a living. Same. And you know what? Sometimes well as coaches, you have to just sit back and say, you know what? Live your best life. Go. If that what makes you happy... Go, go be happy. I'll, we, you want to work with someone who doesn't think they're living their best life and wants to. That is really well said. I'd ask you to actually drop the mic, but it might break. We've still got two points left and as well. And there's two more points to go. So I will take the next one. The next sign you're not ready to change is that you're easily distracted by noise and what I call shiny objects. So it's almost like an extension of the previous point in terms of you may you may have started a routine, you may have started a program, and oh, well, I haven't lost 10 kilos this week. I might just go and try this other hot new program that my friend's doing. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Cool story, bro. Or you're doing something and it's all laid out for you. Here's the structure. Here's the plan. Here's what I'm doing. And because of the shit that you're seeing on the internet or the shit that you're reading, you're constantly questioning what you're doing rather than actually executing and seeing it play out. So this is why Courtney and I like to say so often, block the noise. Block the noise. So, oh, hey, this this trainer at my gym said I should be doing eight hours a day of cardio. Is, is that right? No. Do what I asked you to do. Funny how that works. This also, I think, Courtney extends to people who program hop. Mm. Oh, well, I haven't got a result in, in a couple of weeks. This doesn't work, obviously. What's mm. the next one? And the next one? And the next one? Which is why so often we hear from people that think they've tried everything. Because they've jumped from program to program to program to program. Now, obviously, not all programs are created equally. There's a lot of shit out there. But I know that you and I have seen enough people that are just too distracted and too unfocused. Yes. And I think focus is a word we haven't used enough in this discussion so far today. Mm. That focus is a pretty big deal with this. Huge. And the more focused you are on what you're doing, the more trust and belief you've got in the process, blocking the noise becomes pretty easy because you just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. But there's just so many people out there that are distracted by this noise and they're just looking to go from shiny object to shiny object. Like you, you, It's like you're always starting over again. Mm. Fuck that. What's the last point? Point number six, that you are not ready to change. You try things. <laughs> try things to see how you go. Yes. Yes, it's a question that I've had a lot in my PT career. Oh, can I just do it for, for three months and see how I go? No. No, you fucking can't. <laughs> because that, that, that's, a, that's a guaranteed sign that you're looking for that short-term change and that you're not fully committed and you're not, you're not ready and willing to dive into the pool. You want to dip your toe. It makes me laugh also when people say that. It's like, can I just try it for three months and see how I go? You want to try losing weight for three months and see if you like it or not? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, is your goal to lose weight or not? But what it, what it, what it, when you translate it, what the, that question actually is saying is this. Can I see how much weight I can lose in that period of time? And if I don't lose what I think I should lose, I can go to the next thing. Yeah. That's, that's the translation there. Yes. 
And it, it, admittedly, it is pretty easy for us to see through this bullshit because we've just seen it and heard it and used it ourselves so many fucking times that I like. Whenever I get shit like that, like I I laugh personally because it's like seriously, you think this is gonna get past me? Like, come on, come on. <laughs> Like, I didn't come down with the last fucking shower. Seen it, heard it, used it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So to me, there is indeed a massive difference between trying and doing. Yes. And this is also why Courtney and I, we just won't work with anyone anymore unless it's for at least 12 months. And that puts a lot of people off and we don't fucking care. Well, We don't give a shit. Because we ultimately, to put the people off. Well, oh, yeah, we'd rather do that because I know we would rather not work with someone that's not willing to think long term and just wants to dip their toes in the water because we know they're going to fail. So if you're going to fail, that's great. Don't waste our fucking time. Yeah. Because we ain't getting time back. And that's the worst thing about what we do is investing time into people that you never get back. There's no return on it. Mm. That's the worst thing. So we know that part of the, part of our sort of criteria with people is that if they're not thinking long term and aren't willing to work with us for at least twelve months, like that's great, fantastic. Don't talk to us. No, because we we've seen it enough times. Yeah, you know, we it's like we have the responsibility, and we do have the responsibility to put people in the best position possible to succeed. Yes, that's part of what our job is. Ultimately. We have to set up the people that we work with to have the best chance of actually changing their lives permanently. And it, it just ain't getting done by toe dippers. No. You want to see how warm or how cold the water is? Fuck that. We're going to push in. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Anything else you'd like to add to that? No, I think you smashed that one. So should I drop the mic? Drop the mic. That is point number six. I reckon that's a wrap. Yes. I reckon we might close this show. We're starting to go a bit long. Yes, I think so. So hopefully this has helped. If not, well, oh well. Too bad. You listen this far. Too bad, so sad. Yeah, you're still here. You must love us for some reason. Yes. Uh, Podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is where you can email us your thoughts. We'll be keen to hear from you if you see any of these changes in yourself. Yes. Or any of these points in yourself, for, for better or for worse. I do know that with myself, I can relate to almost all 12 of them yes. with my own journey, both personally and with, with my career along the way. Courtney, I think you might be the same. Yes. So with any luck, this has proved to be helpful. But yes, podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Send us an email. Let us know if you can relate to any of these. Uh, we will hit it in a future mailbag episode. Courtney... Let's wrap this up. Good job out of you. Good job out of you. Uh, Have a good one and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Get more free tips, listen to previous episodes and contact Matt and Courtney at theweightlosspodcast.com.